Medical doctors with a holistic approach, Satya Health's passion is to empower everyone to heal from within. Join Doctors Sunny and Shai weekly to turn your life around. Hi Hello. everyone, this is Dr. Sunny and Shai from Satya Health. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are going to take a dive into water. And this is part of our series on inflammation. And this is a major, major um, issue that a lot of people are facing. And this is something we definitely need to address. So let's talk about the importance of water today. And we are going to uh, also talk about the type of water we're actually mostly consuming and what you can do about it. So water. Water, really big deal. Um, it's interesting because, you know, again, we're sort of talking about something that is so fundamental to our health and understanding, but so very much overlooked, especially in the wellness space as you start to get into diet and lifestyle techniques. But we cannot overlook water. We are by molecular weight, we are 99% water. So, you know, we are just, we are water. That, that is the bottom line. So it's, it's more than what we're thinking. By body weight, it's 70%. Exactly. But by molecular weight, we are 99%. And so, you know, the importance of understanding that is, from an inflammation standpoint is that whenever we face some kind of a inflammatory insult, whether that be some, you know, smoggy air or some cruddy food or just some stress in your life, that water is actually the first thing to respond to any kind of inflammation in your body. Your body will send water and the quality of that water will matter so greatly in how you're able to control that inflammation. And we'll talk about what the precise qualities are that you want to look for in the water that you're consuming. So unfortunately, you know, nowadays, the information that our water holds is that of the environment and the environment that we are living in is very, very polluted, especially in the urban, urban areas. And so most often things that, you know, we're finding in tap water are things that are runoffs from farms, from, you know, factories, um, you know, things even from people's medicine cabinets. So in tap water, you'll find herbicides, pesticides, um, you'll find heavy metals, you'll find even arsenic, um, you'll find antidepressants, you know, antibiotics. Um, these are very, very fundamental health issues that a lot of people are facing that are directly related to what they're consuming in their water. And the issue now has become is that the uh, regulatory bodies that are supposed to be governing what's acceptable in water, number one, have created very loose guidelines into what is acceptable and what is not. Number two, their mitigation strategies in order to get rid of these toxins from the water are so very poor. One of their mitigation strategies is actually using chlorine. And uh, chlorine is something very detrimental to our health. And um, in the concentrations that we're consuming it, you know, it's no wonder that uh, people are having so many thyroid issues in our, in our day and age. You know, everyone and their mother is having a thyroid issue. And mm -hmm. chlorine is directly related to that. And one of the most insidious ways that uh, chlorine affects us is actually in our showers. When we are taking a very hot shower, we're vaporizing the chlorine in there. So by inhaling it, we get a direct access now to our bloodstream and chlorine starts to wreak havoc on the hormonal system and especially the thyroid system. So, you know, this is something that they're trying to use to prevent us from getting sick. And it 
very much is making us more sick. The other thing that we have to talk about is fluoride. Fluoride is so difficult for the body to handle. We were just in Alberta yep. a couple weeks ago, or well, I, ago. I don't even know, a couple months ago maybe. And the uh, Calgary municipal government had decided to put fluoride back into the water stream, despite a lot of people trying to dissuade them. And it's just very unfortunate that um, the the you know powers that be are so uninformed about certain things like how detrimental fluoride can be. Fluoride calcifies our our body. It calcifies our teeth. It makes our teeth yes. It makes your your teeth temporarily stronger, but they will become more brittle over time. Same with your bones, and um, same with your your thyroid gland. It will fluoride will directly displace iodine in the body. And we cannot make thyroid hormone without iodine. So uh, fluoride has a lot of detrimental effects. Um, even for people who have sleep issues, it's something to think about. Fluoride will calcify the glands in your brain, the pineal gland in particular, that secretes melatonin. So, you know, when whenever we're talking about these widespread effects of certain toxins and people thinking about their health and, you know, Maybe they're having widespread mystery illnesses and their doctor's giving them a pill for this, a pill for that, and a pill for this. But there may be something that ties it all together. Mm-hmm. And it may just be in your drinking water. So this is something we really have to take seriously moving forward um, on, a, on a global scale even of how to keep people healthy. And this is something that's so fundamental to our everyday living. I mean, the, we drink water all day. So it's really, really important that, you know, we invest in clean water. So what are some ways that we can help, you know, mitigate the risk that we're facing? Well, the wellness community is, has many different approaches to this. Uh, some people suggest carbon filtration, which isn't bad, but it doesn't seem to do the full job. Uh, there is something called reverse osmosis filtration, which is actually quite good in terms of the um, number of particles that are removed from the water. However, the issue is that we re- we also remove minerals from the water. Minerals are very important for us to absorb our water and have the water keep us healthy. So um, reverse osmosis has its challenges too. The thing that we have come across that's probably the most effective overall is water ionization. What water ionization will do is filter your water, number one. Number two, it will alkalinize the water. And this is a process of sort of remineralization of the water to make the water more alkaline and to make it more um, coherent for your blood plasma, which generally likes a more alkaline state. And number three is it will hydrogenate your water. And hydrogenation is um, something that's found actually in spring water around the world. And we'll talk about spring water in a second, but what hydrogenation does is that it allows for a negative charge to be in the water. And that actually negative charge is an antioxidant, meaning that any antioxidant boosted for your body controls inflammation for your body much better. So of anything that we've found, water ionization is probably the most comprehensive. Just a side note, um, because a lot of people, you know, uh, 
drink alkaline water bought from stores and usually the pH in those bottles are way too high. Um, so this is something that, you know, the water ionizer kind of knows what level it needs to be at. So we're definitely not recommending that you go buy pH water from the store. Yeah, the alkalinity you want to be looking for is somewhere near eight. Uh, and the alkalinity in some of these pH bottles is somewhere near 10. Uh, that's a drastic difference actually. Um, your body, when it's in a state of inflammation, is more acidic and a lot of people can intuitively understand that. What you want is really good alkaline plasma and that comes from the water that we drink in order to balance out or buffer out that acidity of inflammation. So having some alkalinity coming from your water source is really important, but just making sure it's the right amount. Since we're talking a little bit about uh, water bottles, let's just kind of do a side talk about that. Um, you know, if you're consuming water from bottles, uh, we do not recommend consuming plastic water bottles because they also leach their own chemicals into the water you're consuming. So ideally, if you're drinking water um, that's not, you know, coming from tap, we recommend something that's in a glass. Um, they also sell natural spring water in glass that you can kind of keep at home in gallons. So that's another way that you can maybe, you know, mitigate the risks um, that you're you're exposed to from tap water. Yeah, that's a good point because, you know, a lot of people won't uh, be able to make the investment into a water ionizer and will just have to, you know, resort, resort to buying water from a store. And so that's a huge thing is that you're drinking glass water that's not leaching chemicals into your water. And also um, spring water generally can come in glass bottles. So spring water is really what we want to mimic in, in our body. Spring water has all those characteristics that we described. It's, it's filtered, it's alkaline, and it's negatively charged, which is, gives it its antioxidant potential. So, you know, uh, spring water is definitely what we are trying to mimic with water ionization. Just a side note also on the water filtration systems, a lot of people own Brita's and this is a filter that we don't uh, believe really does the job. It does not do the job. Um, you also need to make sure when you buy a filtration system that it filters out fluoride, it filters out chlorine. Oftentimes you'll have to buy an attachment to the filtration system to um, filter these things out as well. That's a really good point is that there's always a separate fluoride attachment because it's notoriously difficult to get out and you need special filtration for it. So just make sure you're on the lookout for that if you're ever looking for water filtration systems. So, you know, water is so essential and we hope that you really take this into consideration when you're drinking your next glass of water. Um, it's really, really important that we try to find the most pure water that we're able to find. So there's definitely different um, recommendations that we made that you can look into and uh, hope that was helpful. And next week we're going to be digging into soil. We are going to be talking about how soil affects our um, inflammatory cascade system, um, specifically the type of food that we're eating. So stay tuned for next week. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. This is Dr. Sanyan Shai from Satya Health and have a beautiful week. Connect and learn more ways to stay healthy from a holistic lens with Dr. Sunny and Shai on Instagram at Satya Health.